Hello and welcome to FBL Radio for Thursday the 16th of February and we've just completed double game week 23. And you might have already guessed that I'm without my co-host of Matt Brooks who's taken a well-earned long weekend. So hopefully you enjoy yourself Matt. I'm going to try and cover off uh, the recent game weeks that we've just uh, been and I'm going to pull up Matt's team first. Uh, Matt scored 84 points for the week. He made two transfers. So he took out Ivan Tony and Martinelli. And he bought in Enketia for Tony and Odegaard for Martinelli. And I think he was looking to maximise the triple up on Arsenal assets uh, for this double game week that's just happened. Um, Matt's actual uh, 84 points is now giving him four green arrows on the bounce. So his most recent one has taken him into... Uh, just just into the sort of lower million. So 1,229,000. So really going in the right direction. So good stuff there. What I'm going to do is just run you through his actual team and who got him those points. So at the back, he had Kepper in goal, two points, uh, two points from Trippier and three points from Ben White. I think Ben White was one of those players who did get benched for Tommy Asu in the Manchester City fixture. I think the key thing uh, for... Arsenal, Arsenal and Ben White owners is that Tommy Asu's performance wasn't the best. So I would ex- expect Ben White to claim his place back. Um, it's a bit of a wash and see where Ben White is. Could be a rotation risk, but uh, overall, I think he's okay. Uh, and the key person over the weekend was Luke Shaw. Um, we Those looking to actually move him on because he doesn't play in game at 25 because of their um, EFL Cup. Uh, Manchester, Manchester United versus Newcastle and going at 25. Luke Shaw um, popped up with an assist, full bonus and uh, clean sheet uh, for the 2-0 win for Manchester United against Leeds. So excellent 12-pointer there. Um, in midfield, Matt's Odegaard, four points. So really that hit not quite paid off for Odegaard. Uh, but I'm, again, looking at my team and Odegaard, I feel that that's a good move longer term. Almiron, we talked about patience with Shaw. Well, we've had to show some patience with Almiron because uh, he's not done anything really much since the World Cup. I think he came back in the first game, scored, but Pison he hasn't done a lot. A lot of people have been selling him, uh, but a ten pointer, we'll take that. Um, and the key thing, he was playing Bournemouth, so um, we're pretty happy with uh, with with playing him in that fixture. And again, Matt and I have been rewarded uh, for that one. Rashford scoring again, so that's great uh, that he keeps the run going. And another one about patience. Maybe maybe the uh, title of this should be called Patience is Key because De- Kevin De Bruyne has been completely um, outscored uh, by Mares, almost like 3 million cheaper, uh, if not 4 million cheaper than Kevin De Bruyne. But thankfully last night, big game Kev, uh, come up trumps, getting a goal and assist um, in that victory over Arsenal. Uh, up front for Matt was Harry Kane, uh, uh, pretty pretty woeful performance, not just from Kane, but Spurs in total. And I'll go into some of the uh, my thoughts around moving forward. And, and Kane, for me, is a bit of a watch and see uh, whether you might need to get some cash back and think be one of those people uh, to, to, to move on. Uh, Haaland, uh, captain for Matt, a 20 points goal and assist um, cross fixtures. 
And of course, bringing Eddie and Ketia in uh, for Tony, it didn't quite work out. But again, I think he needed the cash uh, to be able to make that make that transfer work. So I think that overall is okay. And Ketia, of course, getting a double game week in twenty five. Uh, his bench, uh, Ashley Ward, outscores Kepper this week. But uh, I don't think any of any of us would have benched Kepper after his decent uh, run of um, points of late. Kukurea on his bench, still got him, but to be fair, I think now moving forward, Chelsea looking a bit tighter at the back. I think we spoke about it last week, but um, yeah, could be a decent option, Kukurea, if he does start, because Chilwell looks like he's getting back into the team. So just to watch and see, and I'm sure Matt's got plans for him. Um, Andreas got an assist against Nottingham Forest, so he was the man who got got the points again. Uh, yeah, really good all-season. Andreas is sort of that low-priced budget midfielder. And, of course, Nathan Patterson um, is still injured, but back in training. So 84 points, moving himself up. If I come to my own team, uh, I'm a... Two transfers, uh, one one was free, the yeah, extra one was for a minus four. I took out Martinelli, same thoughts really as Matt in his minutes being managed. As we saw, he went off against Everton, even though he did get the extra point. Over Odegaard got three points against Everton before the goal was scored. He, um, I think Trossard coming on in that game and scoring, and again, his minutes being managed um, against uh, Manchester City, I think Odegaard. It's mentioned he's a decent option. And of course, I bought uh, Saka, Bukai Saka into my team, taking the penalty. Um, absolutely over the moon with with that return for Saka um, across the two game weeks. So really, really happy. So yeah, I got 93 points, um, minus four, so 89. Similar back line, really. Um, the only difference being I've got Gabriel instead of White, scored exactly the same points, three. Um, Shaw 12, Trippier 2 and um, Kepa 2. Uh, Saka 15, uh, really, I think that's what's made my game week so good, as well as Kevin De Bruyne. So 30 points from those two across that double game week. Who says double game weeks don't bring points? Uh, so really, really happy with 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 that. Uh, Rashford Ogard and Almiron, again, being, being um, uh, rewarded there. Uh, Mitrovic up front, I suppose my only, only thing here is Mitrovic I played... Did I play him ahead of Tony? Definitely played him. Uh, he was had Nottingham Forest at home. Was unlucky. I think there was a shot that was saved uh, pretty well. So he could have had a goal there. But um, of course, Tony away at Arsenal got his goal whilst he was on my bench. I uh, knew it would happen. Uh, but that's that's typical uh, Ivan Tony trolling. Um, I've also got a bit, of a, a bit of a headache on my bench. Tyron Mings was late. Uh, late injured, didn't make the thing, but I'm hopeful he'd be back for 25. The reason I got him and Patterson again back in light training. So, as previously spoke about, um, as for the fixtures across the week, uh, we started it off with West Ham v Chelsea. I think it was a good game. I think uh, VAR controversy was uh, was across the whole of the. Uh, whole of the fixtures, um, and of course this one here saw so Suchek. Uh, Play goalkeeper, uh, backup goalkeeper to Fabianski uh, with a ridiculous handball and not given. I just don't know what what they're doing. Arsenal uh, ruling from uh, a line that wasn't drawn, giving Brentford uh, their goal it was apparently offside. But again, I think Brentford actually deserved the draw there, taking away all of those all of those other um, shenanigans that were going on. I think that's just uh, one of those things. But uh, Arsenal drawing here, obviously losing. Everton um, drawing here against Brentford and then losing to City. They've now lost the top spot. Uh, City went top last night. Um, so 
is interesting to see how Arsenal bounce back. I think their triple assets are absolutely fine moving forwards. I think let's let's see what they're made of. Uh, Man City obviously not going to not going to let up. This is where they. Uh, their squad obviously shows an experience. So um, it's all for Arsenal to chase them back down. Got a game in hand, so it's level, but they've still got a game in hand. So it goes like that. Then Arsenal could still win the title. Uh, Palace, Brighton, typical 1-1. Brighton just can't beat Palace. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, just one of those classic results between those two teams. Fulham, Forest, both around pretty comfortable. I think Fulham, Forest don't travel well, better at home. Uh, I'm going to come back to Leicester Spurs. I'll give you a bit more. Uh, Southampton, 10-man against 10-man Wolves. Um, and still Wolves managed to get get that win there. Southampton manager list. Really difficult time for the Saints um, fan base and not having a manager going into this weekend's fixture. And I think that's against Chelsea. Uh, it's going to be pretty uh, difficult time at the moment. Uh, bit of a surprise. Bournemouth won one with Luke Arsenal. I think a double, double um, clean sheet. Uh, wipe out because uh, Bournemouth scoring there was a was a surprise, um, but yeah, I think that's uh, let's let's see where we go with Newcastle defenders. Not going to play in twenty five, remember. So that's that's something to just be mindful of. Uh, spoke about the menu two 0 away. I think the clean sheet was pretty fortunate. I think Leeds did okay, uh, just didn't really have the finishing touches there. Uh, Man City beating Villa in that first game, I think pretty comfortable. Harlem going off at half-time, bit of a scare for us all, but obviously returned last night, getting that assist in that opening 3-0 uh, piece. Man City can't keep clean sheets and their defence never stays the same. Looks like Diaz, and this is something Matt sort of shared on Twitter and things like that, that yeah, he's just since Diaz has returned to the team, City just looks so much better at the back. Uh, so let's not assume that Diaz will keep his place, but I think I think he will be difficult to drop now, and I think it's just who plays with them. So literally, I think it's been everybody from Ake Akanji, uh, Laporte, Walker. The L- Rico Lewis didn't get a game across the whole double game week, so looks like he was uh, taken out of the fire after a little bit of a, um, a difficult game against Tottenham. Um, the key really one was Liverpool Everton uh, on the Monday night fixture. Liverpool looking better, Salah scoring. Uh, I'm surprised Pitford didn't get the assist for just completely uh, leaving the goal exposed. But um, and then Gapo getting off the mark. But Liverpool have a double game week as the Arsenal win game week 25. So we just need to monitor their form. Really difficult to say against Everton. Everton in that first goal, Tarkovsky hit the post. Uh, from the corner and then Liverpool got the other end within 30 seconds and score. Um, so it could have been different if Everton had hit, uh, had scored that goal. So I think it's, uh, let's see where Liverpool get to against Newcastle at the weekend. Newcastle away, going to be a very, very difficult fixture. Um, so let's see where where we go into Liverpool assets. I think like potentially, uh, whether it be defensive, Salah's always going to be in our thoughts in, in obviously scoring now and seeing um seeing what, what what his form looks like and then obviously Nunez um getting assist in this game. Uh looks like they are getting some players back. So yeah Van Dyke, Jota came on in this fixture. Diaz is back in training. Um so and Firmino come on as well. So yeah getting some of those sort of more established first team players into that team are surely gonna make them better. Um uh, but yeah, players like Gakpo, he's coming, I mean, he had to come straight in, so he might be one sort of rotated with Jota 
uh, and potentially Nunez, I think, will start, but he may also be managed minutes when Firmino might come into full fitness. Um, if we were to fast forward to the game week coming up, it's pretty straightforward, game week 24, which is nice. We've got an 11 o'clock deadline, which is uh, on Saturday, uh, ahead of the 12.30 fixture of Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Um Again, spoke around Arsenal. They need to start bouncing back, get some things, but I don't think it's going to be difficult. Their ex-manager, Unai Emery, uh, Aston Villa, will make it difficult. I think Ollie Watkins is on a relatively good run of form, three goals in three games. Um, but I do expect Arsenal to win this fixture. Um, but let's see. Let's see where we get to. Um, we've got loads at three o'clock. So Brentford Palace, um, Brighton, Fulham, Chelsea, Southampton, Everton, Leeds, Nottingham Forest, City, Wolves, Bournemouth. Uh, Nottingham Forest, um, sorry, Newcastle, Liverpool is the late fixture at 5.30. Key things there, I think, um, fixtures, Chelsea, Southampton, very few major Southampton are a bit of a uh, a pickle at the moment, no manager, and yeah, bottom of the table, Chelsea. Joe Felix looked lively, um, one to watch, I think, for Chelsea. Uh, His first fixture you've got, Got regarded, missed three, come back and scores. Uh, so yeah, let's let's keep an eye on there and, and see what they got. They got beaten in the Champions League. Don't seem to be scoring lots of goals, but I'd expect them to get a decent return against Southampton. And I'm assuming a clean sheet. So the the likes of Reese James and Chill will come back into her thinking if they are looking like they might get a start. Everton not great against um, Liverpool from an attacking perspective. Got leads coming up, so that might be something that Everton are looking and Sean Dyche to pick up points at Everton rather than on the road. A terrible, abysmal record away from Goodison Park. Uh, Man City away to Forest on paper. Um, you'd expect that to be a regulation win for City, but Forest are very good at home. Don't think they've been beaten at home since September. Uh, so a tough fixture for City, going to have to be on it to be able to get a decent result away at Forest. Wolves, I expect to um, expect to beat Bournemouth. I think Wolves have shown enough going forward that they've got some um, goals in them at the moment. So um, Bournemouth got a good draw against Newcastle, but I still think they are favourites for me with Southampton to go down as just the last spot. I'm not sure where that goes. Newcastle-Liverpool in games gone by, I think that's really a difficult uh, a, a, a really good fixture on, on, on paper. Slightly different meanings now with Newcastle in that top four, looking to hold on to that. Liverpool looking to try and get some form back. So it'd be good to see a good test for both teams, really, and see, and see where they both are at. Man United, Leicester. Man United uh, on a great run of form. Away at Barcelona in the in the European competition uh, as of tonight. That's Thursday, 16th. Uh, come back. They are at home to Leicester. But Leicester obviously showing some great signs against Tottenham, which I'll come to next. Uh, uh, but yeah, Madison being back in Ineacho in a really good uh, run of form is um, is is promising for Leicester. Um, and at least my own team, Spurs, with West Ham in sort of the the West Ham Cup final. Uh, Spurs always find it difficult uh, in this fixture. West Ham are well up for it. Uh, but what I'll look at is is sort of Spurs and where they're at. So Bentancur, uh, Rodrigo Bentancur has been ruled out for the rest of this season and potentially start next season with an ACL. Uh, real, real shame because he has been excellent for Tottenham since he joined uh, last January and really 
was a creative driving force linked up well with Harry Kane. And I think that link up is going to be hugely missed. And it's a watch and see. Harry Kane um, may miss some of that um, that purpose that that Benton Cook got because also Basuma's out. So we're without Basuma as well. So it sort of leaves us a midfield trio if if Conte decides to keep playing a, a three, five, or three four three, as he likes to do it. Um, but yeah, our two in midfield are looking like it'd be Hoiberg, and it's between Saar and Skip. We started with Saar and Skip in the European competition. Um, Saar did quite well, but they are a massive downgrade to to what we've had in there. And, and losing Benteke big. We've also, as known, Luris was ruled out for like eight weeks, so he's he's been replaced by Forster. Forster is a decent shot stopper, but. His kicking's not great. It hasn't got that presence and uh, anything sort of around his feet he struggles with. Um, so I think that puts the defence for me, for Spurs, under a lot of pressure and clean sheets are not going to be great. 3.9 million for Forster, but yeah, I mean, he's going to be over 3.9 million uh, value. Um, also, just looking at, um, Romero was out against Leicester. It does make a huge difference. Tanganga coming, and unfortunately, he's just not out to the levels. Tanganga coming back against West Ham, hopeful that will improve us defensively. But the, my problem is, is we'll just have to show up the back because um, yeah, going forward, we I just think Harry Kane might drop a bit deeper and uh, sort of look to play in the likes of Kulukaseski, um, Son, and and, and Richarlison returning to full fitness. So whether whether Kane's going to be up there. Um, he's obviously still got a, a knack of scoring goals. We know that it's on penalties, but I think creativity at Tottenham and difficulties of of all these injuries is going to be it's going to be incredibly difficult, uh, and we'll see. But again, Tottenham's fixtures are pretty good moving forward. But let's see where they get to um, in this side of things. So, sort of thinking about those fixtures and my team at the moment, um, I'm looking to save my transfer to, to roll that over to game week 25 um game week 25 i'm going to need to lose um probably luke shaw and almoron both of those go so they're my two transfers i'm looking to get out and i'm probably looking to either get um liverpool assets in um I mean, the teams that are playing in 25, so let's just recap, is the double game weeks. We've got, um, it'll be Arsenal, Everton, Liverpool and Wolves, all the teams that double game weeks. So I'm going to keep a close eye on Everton so we could make a switch to um, get get rid of um, Luke Shaw for maybe Tarkovsky. Keep, I'm monitoring the Patterson news. If I, if I don't have to make an Everton defensive move and I can have Patterson covering that I'm I'm happy enough with that one um, and the other side of it is yeah Liverpool just checking that I'm not really I've got obviously three at Arsenal I'm not massively huge involved in getting Wolves players I think two difficult fixtures really Fulham away I think that's easy at all and then Liverpool away um, yes they've just beaten Liverpool 3-0 but I'm expecting a different Liverpool team so that's sort of game week 25 that I'm having in mind um, so yeah, Luke Shaw and Almiron on the shopping block. Do I make it early? Uh, there's key things here like Brighton um, assets are good. Um, do you bring them in and then maybe have the risk of playing only 10 players in game week 25? Um, it just depends how good your bench is and whether you can 
afford that. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is an interesting one now. After he's just got a decent return, do we do we look to keep him De Bruyne for game week twenty five, which he plays Bournemouth? Do we look to bring in um, our Salah for his double game week? Um, and again, that takes another thing. So I might have to take a hit to sort of possibly do Shaw Almiron and De Bruyne for Salah Tarkovsky and another midfielder. So it's just, just a watch and see there, really, um, and where we're at. Um, therefore, I'd be looking. Personally, Tony will be playing for me this weekend. Palace, where I think it's a decent fixture. And I'm hopefully looking to bench Tony for game week 25 when he doesn't play. Uh, the obvious thing would be to get rid of him, but I think he's, um, his fixture's coming up um, when the return off is Fulham at home. Then he's got the double game week in 27. So thinking even further forward, he's got Everton away, Southampton away. The one thing to note about Tony is that he is on eight yellow cards. So he's two, um, if he picks up two more uh, yellow cards uh, over the next two fixtures, which is going to be Crystal Palace at home and Fulham at home, then he will miss both fixtures. He will miss two fixtures and he will miss the double game week. But Ivan Tony, um, please um, don't stay away from that. I think he needs to get to game week thirty-two to get all of those cards um, wiped off. So we're still a bit of far, bit of bit away at the moment. And um, yeah, there's. Um, I think there is another ban coming from Tony alongside whatever betting ban he may get when that comes into into play. Um, Matt, I can't speak to him for the moment, but captaincy wise, at the moment I've got it on Haaland. I think Forest away, it's a difficult feature. I'm going to keep an eye on the press conference because Champions League returns for City next week. And I think there's a chance, um, just look, just looking at City's fixtures, I think, yeah, they go away to, away to Forest. I think there's a European fixture. And then we've got the Bournemouth away. I'm not saying they are games you'd want to um, bench Haaland in, but I suppose they are more favourable. I think the Bournemouth fixture away is possibly easier than a Forest away. So maybe plays this one. Plays Champions Leagues and skips Bournemouth, but look, let's keep an eye on on those um, on those press conferences around there. So no transfers for me at the moment, unless anything drastically comes out of the actual um, press conferences. That I need to move anybody on. Uh, Almiron is carrying a knock at the moment. And obviously, he's going to drop more and more in price. So um, he's on my bench at the moment, Liverpool away. So I'm looking to try and keep. Uh, it that way if I'm other than and I'm assuming Mings might be back um, but yeah a pretty, pretty, pretty um, sparse bench at the moment um, let's look at potential players so if I was to look at sort of some players who we'd be looking to bring in um, ahead of these sort of double game weeks I think the key thing to remember is um, is who plays what so we it, 25, double game week. 26, uh, I think it's pretty much a normal game week. 27 is another double game week. 28 is looking like a pretty big blank game week. And the reason being is we've got FA Cup fixtures uh, that are happening. Um, Brighton plays Stoke away. If Brighton win that fixture, 28, they'll be out. Leicester play Blackburn. If Leicester win that fixture... Again, their fixture will be wiped out in 28. Fulham leads. So one of those fixtures in 28, whether it be Fulham win that game, their one will be off. Or Leeds obviously win that game, then their game will be off. Um, so they certainly have an outcome there. Bristol City, Man City would be thinking Man City will um, carry on there. So they will miss 28. 
Southampton, Grimsby, I don't think we've got a huge amount of Southampton players, so maybe that's one we're not too interested in. Manchester United, West Ham United, again, one of those teams will progress. One of them will miss 28. Uh, and Sheffield United, Tottenham, again, let's see where Tottenham are. But there are possibilities that are one, two, one. Well, there will definitely be one. Uh, Two blank, two two fixtures that will will not be happening because of Fulham, Leeds, and West Ham, Man United, amongst other uh, things that are already on there. So yeah, keep an eye on those things uh, ahead of this, what's coming up. So all that in mind, Inacio, uh, as previously mentioned, six point one million, not point nine percent of the of the game uh, who owns him, but basically that's because of his last, except for his last two weeks, he's been pretty. Um, like nothing has been happening at all, but then a goal and two assists against Villa away, and then um, a goal and assist against Tottenham, 15 and 12 pointer, looking great with Madison. And uh, yes, yeah, certainly someone to keep an eye on. A decent price. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking to move on, maybe Tony um, might be someone to go. Javier plays in 25, might not play in 28, assume, assuming Leicester win there. Um, win their cup game. Uh, Ollie Watkins, three and three, seven point one million. Another option in that forward line, two point seven percent. So really low owned. Might come into our thinking. Will play in twenty five, and will play in twenty eight. So like Bournemouth at home in twenty eight, and of course in Everton away in twenty five. Decent fixtures in between, to be honest. So not a bad option again if you're looking to jump off of Tony to get other players in. Um. I'm not really going to cover the Brighton midfielders because I think you just have to, they, they will be blanking in 25. Look, they are going to double in 27. So I think there's a place where we wait till 26, maybe jump on them then and then get, get some Brighton assets in. And so I think Brighton are due three double game weeks. Going in 27, I think they're due another two to go in to their thing. So I think we're all going to be looking at that. So players like Matoma, Stupinan, um, Sonny March, are players that we want to keep in mind. Would you want to bring them in ahead of game week 25 when they don't play? So I think it's just how does your bench, could it cover benching one of these players if you're going to bring them in a game week early? Uh, Mares, we spoke about KDB doing the business uh, here, but Mares is probably the player and midfielder of choice for Man City at the moment. A very decent run over the last five game weeks, sort of stemming back to his performance at Tottenham when they played, beat them 4-2 at home, got two goals and an assist there. Um, and then obviously returned in the first fixture versus Villa with a penalty, could I say. And that penalty, I think, came about with Haaland hobbling around. And I think uh, Gundogan decided to give it to Mares. So if Haaland's on the pitch, I would expect him to continue with those penalties. But if Haaland might miss a game for Champions League perspective, and Mares keeps his place, and there's not much competition on that right-hand side for Mares, I think he is... I mean, a very good option, 7.8 million, excellent price at 13.9 million, but you know what you're going to get with Mahrez. At the moment, playing in 25, I'd expect Man City to beat Bristol Bristol City, so may not play in 28. Um, I think the key things, these fixtures uh, for FA Cup uh, sort of come over the period of the 28th of February and the 1st of March. And I think when we we know who progresses... um, We'll then be able to see whether we may have to free hit in 28. So what what it is, 
I don't think you're going to get there, depending on the outcome of these uh, results in the FA Cup. We'll see what's left of our teams. But if City gets through, we've all got those players. If Man United get through, we've pretty much got a lot of those players. I think I think that's going to make that very difficult in 28 to be able to get a team together. Um, so I think I think that they're, they're the main players I'm thinking, sort of, Ineachu Watkins, um, Mahrez, certainly to keep an eye out for. But let's let's keep an eye on sort of, Post twenty five, we've sort of got the Brighton assets come, Brentford assets come, Ben Me at the moment um, doing really really good things. Four point nine million, thirteen um, percent of the uh, the game owned, so um, a decent option for for actual Brentford. And again, got double game coming up. Um, I'm going to pretty much uh, stop it there. Um, thank you for listening, uh, Matt. Hopefully, you enjoy listening to this pod on your time off. Uh, green arrows everyone and good luck speak to you later bye bye